Thank you, Pastor Marvin. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good morning. And yes, um, welcome to Kids Church. You adults get to stay with us. Today, it is going to be a Kids Church Sunday, hence me being here in front of you all. And I'm excited to be here. I am excited to be here. Uh, slightly nervous, but, 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 but I'm all right. I'm going to do all right. Bless the Lord. In fact, with that in mind, let's just stop for a moment. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to share your word. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity for all of us to be together, gathered in one place, unafraid, Lord, and unashamed to worship you in spirit and in truth. Lord, I invite your spirit to just join us and teach us, Lord, your ways. Teach us your ways. And, Lord, may everything we say and do in this place today bring a smile to your face, O oh God. There is nothing greater than to know that what we say and do is pleasing to you, O oh God. I'll bless this time in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so I have a few props, being it's, you know, children's church and all. I have my props, and let me move that up and this back. You know, I had a quandary as to how I would dress. I decided not to go with heels. <laughs> and so I'm very glad of that, as I can be much more agile. All right, so here I have two bottles. I don't need this yet two bottles of water. This one is a regular Poland Springs bottle of water. This is our popular Polar seltzer water. Now they're just bottles of water and they're relatively the same until I start shaking this one up. If I start shaking this one up and I come over and I point it at some of you and I go to open it, you may go, no wait, don't do that. It's going to spray all over me because there's something else in this water. There's something in this water that makes it different from this water. If I shake this one up and shake it and shake it and open it, nada, nothing. It's just water. It's just water. In fact, I can take a drink. I will this time. Would it not just freak you guys out if I just took and downed that? <laughs> that would be funny. Okay, but I can't. But there's something different in this water than this water. And because of what's in it, it reacts differently to what happens around it. When I shake this up, it responds differently than when I shake this one up. And you know, that's true of water. It's true of a lot of things. It's also rather true of us. It's rather true of us. It matters what we put inside us. It matters the things we look at it matters the things we listen to. It matters the things we spend our time doing because they have an influence on what's going in us. What goes in us influences us. It, it, it affects how we react to the world around us. So what are some positive things? What are some positive things we're putting in us? Well, one thing I can think of is, is talking. And you say, Mrs. Duncan, Talking's not putting anything in me. That's me putting out. But with talking, we always need to remember to put it with listening. When we talk with each other and we listen to each other, 
it can have a very powerful effect. Communication is so important in our families, in any relationship. Communication is so important. And communication is talking, but it's also listening. It's listening. And the two things together uh, work well. Work well. And when there's something going on inside you, you need to be able to talk about it with somebody. With somebody. And it can be very positive for you. And then you listen to hopefully the good advice you may receive. Talking and listening. Very positive things. Another positive thing we can do for ourselves is read a good book. Read a book. Yes, reading is a very positive thing for us. In fact, I found nine benefits that illustrate the importance of reading books. When you read every day, you will gain valuable knowledge. You can learn from books. You exercise your brain. Improve your focus. Improve your memory. Enjoy entertainment. Some books are just fun to read, and they can be entertaining, and that's okay. Improve your ability to empathize. You know, when you read a good book, and you get to kind of like the characters in there, you can kind of learn how to understand what they're going through. And in a book, you get so much more insight into the characters, and you can learn to empathize. Improve your communication skills. Because when you read, it improves your vocabulary. And when you get better vocabulary, you can talk better. You can talk better when you have good vocabulary. Reduces stress. Do you know, now I've been around a long time, but when I was young, I do not remember using the word stress in my day. I don't remember saying, I'm stressed out, Mom! I don't ever remember that. But I have heard that from kids today. They're stressed. They're stressed out. Read a book. Read a book. It'll help relieve your stress. It'll help relieve your stress. And it improves your mental status. If it does all these other things, it's going to help your mental status. Of course it is. Of course it is. So read a book. Good communication in the family. Reading a good book. This is good. But you know what comes in the way of both of those things? Dun, dun, dun. Electronic devices. They have become a wonderful tool, but, oh, man, something that we have to really learn to deal with, too. I see people walking down the street, literally walking down the street like this. I don't know how they don't run into something. Walk into a, a wall or a car or something because they're not looking up. They're looking at their phone. And, and uh, video games. Video games. Not just the phones, but video games. And I know it's not just our kids that play video games, right? I, nobody needs to raise their hands. But I know it's not just kids who love to play the video games. And they get more extensive as they go up. These audiovisual, these uh, uh, electronics, and, and there's one more that, that can really nail us too, and that's our television. Now that came into being when I was young. Back before me, when there was no TV, people would read books and talk to each other and play games because what else are you going to do in the house? Now we have the TV come in. I can remember being a kid 
and just be quiet. Don't talk. Or watching a movie or whatever it is. You can't talk when the TV's on. Can't talk. Only during commercials. Then you can quick talk. Except now we got streaming. So there's no commercials. Oh, we're right back to it again. No talking. Everything works against our communication and working together and figuring things out together. So what is the best thing? What do we put inside us that really is going to help? That's really going to help us cope with, with the world today. And I think you know that it's not really what we put inside us, but who? Who? Who do we put inside us? We've been in 1 John these last several weeks. Let's go back there again today. 1 John chapter 3, verse 21 through 24. Stay with me. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he commanded us. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us. God will be in us. He will be in us. If we just do what? Follow his commandments. What are his commandments? Believe on his son Jesus Christ. And to love one another. When Jesus was asked. Of all the commandments. And there was a lot in Jewish law. Of course, we know the top ten, but there was a lot. Of all the commandments, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Love God and love each other. That's not that tough. He also said in John chapter 15, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you will and it will be done for you. Abide, we hear this word again, it's in this verse as well. Abide means to keep inside, to hold, to remain, abide, remain in it, keep it. In these verses, we see that Jesus wants to abide in us and we need his word to abide in us. Still hard to get, huh? Still hard. Let me do a demonstration. It's kids' church. It's time for a demonstration. All right. I just need to set myself up here. All right. Let me get my props. Again, you're in kids' church. We have balloons in kids' church. It's a, uh, uh, a very common commodity where I come from in kids' church. So, let me demonstrate what I mean by God and us. This is us, okay? This is you and me. There we are. We're happy. 
We're happy. What are we going to do? What are we going to put inside to keep us uh, functioning, you know, to keep us going? Well, I don't know about some of you guys, but I have a job. I work 40 hours. You know, sometimes some of us, we work 50 hours. You know, sometimes more. You work. Work is a good thing. We need to work. It, it provides for our family. It provides services for other people. Work is a good thing. But when work comes home with us at the end of the day and you say hi to your family and you eat some and you go back to work, works in your mind the whole time, you're never not really working, and, and maybe you're not spending the time with your family you want to spend. And worse than that even, maybe you're not spending the time with God. You're not, you're not abiding with him like you know you want to abide. And, and so, so work, work is what you have. Work is what you're putting inside you. And, and so the troubles come, and the troubles come, and the heat comes on. And what's going to happen? Oh, no. It does not keep us. No, no, no. Work is not the answer, friends. Work is not the answer. Uh, the other stress in my life is, was I going to be? Yes, hallelujah. All right. Now, here we are again. Here we are again. All right, work doesn't do it. We're still not, we're still not dismayed. We're still happy. Maybe other things will do it. Maybe it is games. Maybe it is entertainment. Maybe it is spending hours and hours and hours scrolling on Facebook and TikTok and Instagram. Okay, you maybe understood that I am not a fan of social media. Let's see. If you spend hours and hours doing these and your video games, when the pressure comes, when the heat comes, when the storms rise, yes, plug your ears because no, it will not survive. It will not do it, my friends. It will not do it. But, but, when you have Jesus in you, like this balloon has water, hear that? When you have Jesus in you, it makes all the difference in the world. Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens a door, I will come into him and I will sup with him. I'll have dinner with you and I will stay. If you just open the door, he will come in to you and he will abide with you. You will have Jesus inside you. And then, and then, when the storm comes and the heat's turned up, and then what will happen when it gets really tough and we've taken the time and we've got Jesus in our heart, we've opened that door and Jesus has come in, what will happen what will happen when the heat comes up? And what will happen when the storms, you guys got me going, now you laughed, I love it, I love it, okay. What will happen? What will happen when the storms of life come?
What will happen when the waves come? What will happen when the heat comes on? What will happen? Oh, 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 but look, you might get smudged. You might get soot from this earth. Jesus said, I've said these things to you that you will have my peace. Because in this world, we will have tribulation. There's going to be trouble. There's going to be smudge. There's going to be soot. There's going to be dirt. Sometimes it's going to be hard. There's going to be storms. But be of good cheer. Don't worry. I have overcome the world. He has overcome the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I remember... Um, years ago, about 15 years ago or so, my husband and I went to Hawaii uh, for a trip. Uh, some friends of ours had, had moved to Hawaii, and they invited us to come, so we went, and it was wonderful. It was so awesome. Good, good friends of ours. We played pinochle every night. It was great. It was great. And one day, we went um, uh, sightseeing, and we found this cove, it was beautiful. It was beautiful on, of course, Hawaii. <laughs> it's always beautiful. But it was, it was this beautiful beach, and it had this um, cove, and, and around the cove was this ring, this huge ring of, of uh, rock, sharp, jagged black. It was beautiful, but it was sharp, and you couldn't walk on it. And it, it just encircled this huge um, cove-like, and so it had this big pool that was perfect for snorkeling. Perfect. And, and I loved to swim. And so to snorkel in the Pacific Ocean was like a dream. It was awesome. And uh, I am not afraid of water. I'm a very strong swimmer. So I grabbed me a mask and a snorkel, and I went right out in the water. And it was cool. Oh, it was so cool. It was so beautiful. The fish, the colors of the fish are awesome. And um, I, I, I'm swimming along. And I'm looking at the fish, and then there's a sea turtle. And he's, I was like, cool. That turtle is so cool. Until he started swimming up. And you know what? He's coming right at me. Okay, I got a little nervous, I got to tell you. But then he veered off and went that way, so everything was cool again. And I'm just, it was so beautiful. And then all of a sudden, a wave came over the rocks and knocked into me. And, and it was a huge wave because it came over all those big rocks. And then another wave came, and it knocked into me. And it, and it, it messed. I, I lost my sense of where I even was because it was so unexpected. And another wave came, and I could feel the waves just, just beating against me. And, and I couldn't get my bearing at all, and I couldn't get my footing. And the waves just kept coming and beating me back. And I knew... I knew that right behind me. One of these times, one of these waves was going to slam me into those rocks. And I was scared. I think maybe for the first time that I've been in water and afraid, I was afraid. I did not know what I was going to do. Nobody could get to me to help me because they'd have been caught in the same thing. These waves were just crashing, crashing in and slamming me back. And any moment, I knew I was going to be in big trouble. But I knew. One day I had heard, you know, that knocking. And I opened that door, and there was somebody in me 
And I knew that he was with me. And I prayed a prayer. Let me tell you, it was one of the most heartfelt prayers I've ever prayed. And I prayed, Jesus, save me. It was that simple. I can remember it like I prayed it this morning, honestly. Jesus, save me. And almost in that moment, I felt my foot on something. And I was able to stand and I could look and I saw the wave coming at me, so I dove into that wave. And then I, I was able to get foot in another wave and I dove into that wave and I dove into the next wave and I dove in and I got my bearing. And then the wave stopped. And it was calm again. And I got out of the water and I felt like I'd been beaten up. I really did. I, I was weary. And, and I, my feet were cut up, and I had a cut right here in my arm. That's how close I was to those rocks. I had hit my arm on something, and it cut me, and I still have a scar. And can I tell you something? I love this scar. I love when I look at this scar. It reminds me that I am never alone. I'm never alone. Since that day that I heard him knocking on the door of my heart and I opened that door and invited him in, I have never been alone. Never been alone. If there's anybody here, you've never opened that door. If you've never opened that door. You maybe have gone to church a few times. Maybe you've gone to church a hundred times. If you've never opened that door, I invite you to do that today. You will never be alone. Let's pray. Father, you are so awesome. You are so wonderful. Thank you, God, for knocking on the door of my heart, God, and for walking in when I opened that door. Thank you, God, that in all these years, you've never left me. You've always been there with me. It's your way. Now, Lord Jesus, I pray you just, just do your thing this morning, oh God. Do your thing, Lord. Knock on the doors of our hearts, oh God. Mm. May we hear your voice today, oh God. Compel us, God, to answer that door. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If there are any of you here this morning, you've opened that door, but maybe you're not really abiding with him. He hasn't left you. He doesn't leave us. But remember to abide in him. Invite him to abide in you. He says, abide in his word. Let his word abide in you. Jesus, Jesus, will you come? Do your thing, oh God, and speak to our hearts this morning. Speak to our hearts, oh God, and we thank you, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.